My name is Thomas Malchow. I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. I've worked with hundreds of Olympic and professional athletes. I can help you become better at golf. What's up, guys? Thomas Malchow here from Train Fully. Welcome to the Train Fully podcast, where we dive deep into golf performance. Each episode, we meet with professionals, experts, and amateurs from all over the world to help you gain an edge in your game. To learn more about Train Fully and our innovative at-home program, go to trainfully.com. Use promo code GOLF10 for a 10% discount. In this episode, we meet with Matt Schneider, the owner of Launch Code Golf, which is an overspeed trainer. We'll dive deep into the science and protocols of overspeed training for golf. All right. So in this episode, we're talking about overspeed training. Now, if you've done your own research online, it might seem like there's some debate as to whether or not overspeed training works. Let me just set the record straight. It does work. It might be new to golf, but it's been used in other sports for over 50 years. I've used it myself with athletes from a wide range of sports with great success. You do, however, have to follow the protocols very carefully. If you don't, you won't get the results that you're looking for. Joining us today to talk about the science and the protocols of overspeed training is the owner of Launch Code Golf, uh, Matt Snyder. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Thomas, thanks for having me on. So let's start our conversation with the science. Can you please explain how overspeed training works? Sure, overspeed training is really, it's, it's brain training almost, okay? So our bodies, they, they always have these limits when it comes to motor programs and the golf swing is a motor program, right? So they have specific speeds that we've trained them over the years to, to go at. So basically we can take that motor program and we can reset it, if you will, to go faster. And that's how overspeed training works. By doing these exercises over and over with these lighter weights that allow us to go faster, eventually our brain realizes, hey, it's a golf swing. I can actually go faster than I was going. And if you do it enough, it becomes permanent. And that's, that's really the basic, basics of it. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, the, the prevalent theory is that the athlete is accelerated at a rate uh, he or she is unaccustomed to and the adaptations involved train the neuromuscular system to work at that higher speed. Right now, right. It, we'll jump into the protocols here in a moment, but if the athletes, if the golfers follow your protocols carefully, what kind of results can they expect? Really, it depends on where they're starting. Uh, okay, so it's going to depend on a few things. It depends on where they're starting. Have they done overspeed training before? Um, do they have any mobility issues, strength issues, stuff like that? But on average, a golfer can probably expect to gain about 10 miles per hour, okay, over the course of the program. And if you look at that now, of course, everything's dependent on, you know, how you actually swing a golf club. But if you're hitting your driver correctly in the best way possible, you could gain up to 25, 30 yards with your driver, I mean, easily. Yeah, I've seen some really impressive results. And I combine it with uh, post-activation potentiation, which is a phenomenon where an athlete becomes stronger for a short window of time, usually about 5 to 15 minutes. So what we do is I first have the golfer perform uh, a set of carefully selected exercises. The purpose of those exercises is to cause an acute excitation of the neuromuscular system, specifically a higher recruitment of their type 2x muscle fibers. Then they rest for five minutes. 
And then after that rest, they perform their set of overspeed swings. And they're performing those overspeed swings with their neuromuscular system in that excited state and with that higher recruitment of their type 2X fiber. So they can swing at a higher velocity than they would be able to normally. And it's extremely effective at increasing speed. Olympic sprinters do it. And, and in fact, by using that combination, I usually see at least a 10 to 15 mile per hour increase in clubhead speed within four to six weeks. Now, in order to do that, though, in order to see those types of results, I need to be able to play around with the acute variables, which are the reps, the, the sets, the rest interval, the tempo, and the training intensity. And that's one of the things that I love about your product is it allows me to change the training intensity because I can change the weight of the golfer's club. And the other guys don't let me do that. Can you please describe other ways your product is different from the other guys? Yeah, so the, the best thing about our product is that it does work with your own driver grip and shaft, right? Uh, now, there's some brands that we, we don't have a fitting for, but we work with 99% of and, uh, drivers and especially the big boys out there, you know, Callaway, TaylorMade, all those guys. So what this really does allows you to use something that you've probably paid hundreds of dollars to get set up with to train with, right? And, and not to say that the other guys don't make a, you know, a good product, they make a good product, but this is just better, <laughs> right? So why not train with something you paid a lot of money to get set up perfectly with when you can do that? So that's one of the beautiful things about our product. You train with your own driver shaft and grip. The next best thing is, like you said, you can change the different intensities of the weights for training. And that's something that really, I don't think coaches have had the ability to do with overspeed training so I think it's going to help kind of move the science, if you will, forward with overspeed training to see if there's, you know, different weight setups, exercises that can be done to actually increase the speed even more than we're seeing right now. Yeah. And, and that really is, is as a performance enhancing specialist, those training intensities are very customized to the specific athlete and depending on what phase we're in. And the fact that your, your product allows me to change that allows me to get even more out of my athletes. So that's something that, that I really do think that is a huge advancement with your product. Let's talk a little bit about the protocols because I think this is where a lot of people make the mistakes and then they don't get the results that they're looking for. You've put your training programs on your website and I like the way that you've designed these programs. One of the most important variables in power training or speed training is the rest interval. The two to three minutes rest is that you've recommended is, is perfect because when you're doing power training or speed training, you're recruiting your type two X muscle fibers. And these are the most powerful muscle fibers in the body. Now, all muscle fiber types need energy to contract. And these specific muscle fibers use a molecule called creatine phosphate. After your set of super speed swings or sorry, overspeed swings, you've used up all the creatine phosphate in your muscles and it takes two to three minutes for that to replenish. If you don't take that two to three minutes, you won't replenish your creatine phosphate and you won't be able to recruit your type 2X muscle fibers when you do your overspeed swings. And you'll essentially turn your power training into uh, endurance training. Another thing I like about your program is that the load or the volume is a little bit lower than the other guys, which means that there's less load on your neuromuscular system and less 
um, chance for injury. Can you please talk a little bit more about your training programs? Sure. Yeah. So our training programs were really set up, you know, a lot of the research out there has been done by other, you know, great trainers and great organizations that they've, they've shown that the intensity of some of the other overspeed training programs was just a little too much for golfers and it really didn't have any added benefit. Uh, And one of the biggest things that, that other studies have noticed and that I've saw seen in my own overspeed training actually, is that if you don't take that, that break, you're getting winded, you're getting into the more of the, the endurance training, like you were saying, that rest is, is, I mean, you explain the science, it's pretty, pretty right in your face when it comes to the science part of it. If you don't get that rest, you're not going to be able to work at your maximum speeds, right? So that's, that's one of the biggest things is rest in between all of our protocols. Another big thing, uh, when it comes to the different types of exercises we're doing, a lot of them are designed to help you ramp up speed by incorporating different movement patterns. And they're also designed to help you become more coordinated, become a better athlete, right? So we're adding the step changes, stuff like the Happy Gilmore drill. Uh, a lot of these things are coordinated uh, exercises for coordination, but they're also exercises to help you ramp up the speed because you can only create so much speed when you're standing in one place, right? So, and then we, we do a hand and arm speed training program as well with our exercises. And this is mainly focused on increasing your, your hand and arm speed. So we, we really remove most of the body out of it. So we don't mess with the kinematic sequence, anything like that. Um, and we take the weight down about as low as you can go with our training program. So those are really the programs they are designed to, like you said, not make it endurance training, make it explosive training. And it, it's really something that we, we've seen has made a big difference with people when they take the, the big rest. So, yeah. And the, the, the issue is, and I run into this when, when I work with people, even one-on-one is they, they don't feel tired. So they don't think they need the rest and you might not be tired. Like you might not be winded, but your nervous system needs to replenish that feel so that you can still tap into those super fast twitch fibers. Sure. Um, can you please describe the compound distance effect? Cause I think this is awesome how you've laid this out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the big things people don't realize, you know, if you look at the PGA tour guys, there's a big focus on increasing speed and distance. And it matters a lot for those guys because if they can get, you know, an extra half a stroke around out of it, that's the difference between first place and 20th place. You know, that's a lot of money on the table. So those guys are going to squeeze every ounce they can get out of it. But re- what really happens is we know from certain distances, when you get closer to the hole, you're going to hit it closer to the pin. When you're closer to the pin, you're going to have less putts. You're going to make more putts, you know? So it's, it's really, it's based in science and it's almost common sense when you think about it, you know, the, if you have a higher lofted club in your hand, you're probably going to get it closer to the pin. So the, the farther you can hit it off the tee, the closer you're going to be, the lower, the higher the loft club. And when you add distance with your driver, you're also adding it with your, uh, your irons as well. Now it's not going to be as much as the driver um, because the weights are a little heavier with the, the irons, but you're still going to add some, some swing speed with your, your irons and increase those distances. So instead of hitting the nine iron that you used to hit, you took your driver, you added 20 yards. Now you're hitting a pitching wedge or maybe a, a sand wedge. Well, now you're hitting that sand wedge farther. So now maybe you're hitting a lob wedge. So you've just gained three clubs by doing overspeed training. And it's not a technical type training. So it's really easy to do. You get out there and you do the work, you're going to see the results. 
I can see uh, Brian's just salivating here. <laughs> well, so, and, and my question about it and is the amount of training that we're talking about to be able to get to this point. Um, and then also how often are you training? Yeah, really it takes maybe 15 minutes with the breaks worked in with the training. Uh, the amount of training you can do, if you can do three days a week, that's great. If you can only do two, day, two days a week, that's great too. There's no really minimum or maximum amount. Now, if you wanna maintain what you have, we do recommend doing it at least once a week to you know, keep your, your motor program system, your nervous system you know, still firing at that same speed. But 15 minutes a week, a lot of guys go out to the range for an hour and beat balls and accomplish nothing. Uh, I, I think it's a pretty good use of your time if you're trying to get better at golf. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, speed is uh, definitely the hot ticket item right now with sure. uh, what everybody's talking about, but it's been around for a while. It's not something new. I, I think what's great is the combination of uh, the science has come together to finally work with people um, on actually gaining those speeds. So, you know, especially, you know, your higher handicappers, whenever they're, they're hearing you say 10, 15, 20, 25 yards longer. Um, they're salivating just as much as the tour player is on that. Um, but what are, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the results you've seen with maybe some of the better players, even some of the guys who already have higher swing speeds in the 110, 115 range? Yeah, well, I, I'm a perfect example of this. When I started doing the training myself with this product, uh, my average speed was about 110. I'm a scratch golfer. I'm a pretty good golfer. And after about six weeks, you know, my average is up to about 117, 118. And I did a video I posted on uh, Instagram a while back when I was doing this. It's, uh, it was right before, it was either the Masters or something with Bryson. They, they were hyping him up. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to try to swing like Bryson and just go all out, right? And if I would have tried that before, I might have gotten to 117, 118, right? But I, I think I hit like 128, 130, and I was like, oh. You know, it was great. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And that's because of the overspeed training. It's allowed my body to figure out how to go faster. And my starting point is seven to eight miles per hour faster than it was before. So I really don't think there's a limit to, to what guys can do if, if they do overspeed training, no matter the level of golfer they are. It's a lot, a lot of it's about intent, you know. Exactly. It is about intent. And that's another thing that people make the mistake with is you do have to intend to move as fast as possible. But that's another thing, you know, that you mentioned about, you know, how much fun you had with that, uh, when you swung 128 there. And that's just something that you talk about on the website. And I think is really important is, man, if you can hit the ball a little bit further, and you're using your favorite iron to on your second shot, golf is a lot more fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot more fun. It really is. I mean, we, we all know the experience. We get on the tee, you know, maybe we're having a bad day. It's, you know, not going how we expect. Then we step up to the tee on the fourth hole and we blast one, you know, whatever your distance is down the middle of the fairway. You're like, all right, I'll be back next time. You know, like that's like everybody loves the driver. You go to the driving range, you see people. First thing they pull out of the bag is the driver, right? People love hitting it far. It's fun. Yeah. And there's a, a big, you know, what's the, what's the comment you, you drive for show, but you putt for dough, but that's been disproven. Um, yeah. They've yeah. pulled the stats up that if you hit the ball farther, you win more tournaments. So yeah. 
this is a strategy certainly that, like I said, it's been used in other sports uh, for a very long time. I've used it in a, in a bunch of different sports. Um, I can't stress enough how, how important it is for me to be able to change the weight of the, uh, the, the athlete's club in order to hit a different adaptation uh, within the muscle. So I think that that's awesome. In order to be able to get the most out of this, though, your body has to have the capacity for that type of movement. And you and I have talked about this before. Um, you really do have to make sure that, you're, that you address specific postural and movement needs while you're doing it. And the Train Fully Golf Fitness Program shows you step-by-step step how to do that. So if you're looking to take your game to another level, I strongly recommend combining the Train Fully Golf Fitness Program with the Launch Code Overspeed Trainer. Um, and you can pick up the Train Fully Golf Fitness Program at trainfully.com. You can pick up the Launch Code Overspeed Trainer at launchcodegolf.com. And if you combine that with some coaching from Brian, you'll have all your, your, your bases covered. Now, Brian, what was your, your swing speed? Was it one, one sixteen you got the other day? Yeah. So I, I maxed at one eighteen, but I, I was averaging one fifteen five. So it's uh speeds. Uh, I am 34 and with back surgery and all that, I haven't seen swings speeds like that since I was like 22, 23 years old. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see. And the irons, it's not just the driver. I mean, it's the irons as well. Everything's cleaner. The other thing is, is mixed with technique, mixed with everything, you know, your smash factor. So where you're hitting the center of face, I'm, I mean, you know, seeing that stay in that range too, where you're getting maximized. Cause that's the thing about speed that you have to pay attention to as well Is you can have all the speed in the world, but you got to make sure your body's working, but you also have to make sure your technique is solid as well um because if you hit it off the toe um at 120 miles an hour that's a long way offline <laughs> um so i would tell everyone that yes you uh, speed is we, we want speed uh speed also whenever you talk about scoring um you want that speed because the lower the iron eight iron nine iron pitching wedge you go the closer to proximity to hole you're going to be um but the other thing is is you want to make sure that technique is there too so you're maximizing all of this well, that's another yeah, thing yeah. that you recommend, Matt, that I think is really smart is you recommend that people finish the, the session with their driver so that they transfer that skill specifically to that club. And I think that that's uh, brilliant. You seem to really, I mean, when I was going through your stuff, when we first connected, what, about six months ago, uh, and I was going through your website, and I was, I'm really impressed with how you've put the programs together. They're, they're scientifically sound. Um, your product allows me as a training professional, as a performance enhancing specialist to do the things that I need to do to get the most out of the athlete's biology. What, what's your background? What's your history with golf? Well, I've, I've kind of had a wealth of <laughs> experiences in the golf industry going back to my mid twenties. I'm 40 now. Uh, I've worked on, on the course uh, doing uh, uh, stuff like, you know, working in the bunkers. I've worked in the golf shop. I've done junior clinics. I've done adult clinics. Uh, I've worked as an assistant pro. Let's see. The, the most recent job I had, I've been in management for 10 years with the company right now outside of golf. And uh, the most recent job I had was working as a uh, tournament director and marketing person with the International Junior Golf Tour. Um, but I got out of that. And, and ever since then, 
honestly, the performance side has been more of kind of my focus. It's been a personal kind of thing for me, working on myself. And that's really allowed me to, to learn a lot uh, about not just the golf swing, but kind of using myself as a guinea pig almost, you know, to do all this different stuff. I wasn't always a scratch golfer, but I got myself there basically by myself trying to figure all this stuff out. Uh, but I've also gotten education from TPI, I'm TPI certified uh, in their base level, plus their golf level too. Um, I've done personal trainer certification. I've never worked as a personal trainer, but I've done it just to get more of a background in the science part of it uh, as far as performance and how the body works. Um, I've got a master's from uh, Xavier in sports administration. So I've got a good background. I haven't worked with golfers like you have or like Brian has, but I've got all the scientific background that allowed me to figure out this programming, figure out the best ways for people to do overspeed training and really focus on creating the product with these things in mind. That was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, and we just had, uh, previously we had um, Dr. Mike Revloson, who's a uh, mental uh, performance coach and, and about, he's an expert in skill acquisition. And your product is, is a perfect example of being able to acquire a specific skill for your sport because you're using your club. Um, like you said, you've put a lot of energy or the golfers put a lot of energy and time to get that shaft just right, to get their grip just right. And so it's actually really important that you use those grips and those shafts in your training because it's going to allow you to have a more specific adaptation uh, for your for your game. Um, Brian, anything else you want to add here? Well, it's been great to, to meet you and, and also talk about the techniques that are going on and the science that's going on in speed. Um, and it's great to hear that we're, we're finally seeing advancements in that and that guys like yourself are taking that interest in yeah. that as well. Um, you know, you said you went to Xavier so and, and get your master's and everything. So I'm, your science behind all of this where the interest come from this as you're, I, I went through some of the ranks of the assistant pro and all that stuff as well. Um, where was your interest kind of peaked where you started looking at that angle? As far as the overspeed training? Yeah. 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 Well, really it came, you know, everybody in the, the professional golf world was started to hop on the train and I did see, you know, the, the other competitors product out there and I used it. And uh, I just, I've always been a, a natural kind of tinkerer with stuff, always trying to improve things. Uh, an inventor, I guess, if you will. And uh, I saw the product and I was like, I, I could do this better. I feel like I could do this better. And I had seen other people out there talking about the science of overspeed training. And it does work, but there was questions, right? There was the people had questions as far as, you know, the load and the weights and all, all that stuff. So that really, kind of had me dive a little bit deeper into the science behind it and kind of reach out to other people and, and read a lot of studies. I've read a lot of studies that, you know, people have done. It's like, it's like reading a, a law book almost. Uh, it's foreign, but yeah. I'm trying to pull out the information to get what I can, what I can get to figure out how to, to do it better than it's been, been done in the past. And, you know, one of the things too that we, we hadn't mentioned, but the junior part of this as well, for junior golfers is a big deal. Uh, nowadays, junior golfers, they're focusing a lot on speed development. It's a big deal for them because if, if you don't start early, you kind of have a ceiling that you can get to later on in life, right? So that was a big part of it too. I wanted to create a junior product that was 
more affordable for parents, but it was also something that coaches can work with with their students to really pinpoint stuff for them and start it early so they can maximize what they get out of it. So our junior product really allows for people to interchange the shafts as they grow and they can mess with the weighting systems to figure it out. And it, it makes it way more easy to carry around for a junior. It's a lot more affordable. Uh, and co I think coaches really like it. I've talked to a couple of coaches. The PGA show was this, this past week. And I talked to a couple of junior coaches and they're like, oh, this is really a good opportunity for me to kind of evolve my own business around this and use this product to help junior golfers get better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you work with, with uh, training professionals, right? And, and people, can people become certified in your, in your, we don't have a certification in that. Uh, I don't know if that's a route we're going to go down. There's a, there's a lot of information out there nowadays about overspeed training and speed training in general. Uh, and I think a lot of people, a lot of coaches nowadays have the information they need to make good decisions for their players. Uh, I don't necessarily want to put it behind a paywall and make people have to pay for it. I, I feel like just put it out there and see what comes of it. Uh, but it's something I've thought about. I know some of the other competitors do it, but it's not, I don't, I don't think it's information that should be held back from people. So, you know, if there's something I know, I just want to give it to them. Yeah. I have the same philosophy. If, if people have more questions about this, how can they contact you? Sure. Well, a, a great starting point is just to go to our website, launchcogolf.com. We do have an FAQ page. There's a lot of information on our, our homepage as well as the product pages. Uh, but if they want to reach me personally, they can email me at matt.snyder at launchcodegolf.com. And I'm happy to answer any questions for anybody that, that someone might, may have. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Matt. Like I said, th this is a a topic that I, I think is really important for, for us to cover. I know people come to train fully. Um, we have a reputation of being evidence-based and, um, let me just say overspeed training works. I do it myself with great results, Matt, your product allows me to do that even better. So I, I, I thank you for that. Um, and again, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Thomas.